everything that is thinkable is possible. Welcome back to the next chapter of Emotional Intelligence, Part 2. Young Potentials <laughs> We are never truly ready to face what life has to throw at us until we are mature enough to know that we are not alone. If your career is racing upwards at a pace much faster than everyone you know, be happy, but only be happy for now. People who only ever take the lift never appreciate how high they have climbed until it is too late. There is something to be said for stepping back once in a while and just standing still to take a look around. You might even enjoy it. An optimistic CEO who sees something special in a young recruit and brings them too soon in the boardroom can only defend them from jealous board members for as long as the young executive comes up with brilliant ideas and the CEO is able to deflect the barrage of resistance thrown at them. Once left to their own devices, the young executive either sings or swims, but the price they have to pay is far too often much greater than they know at the time. I once knew someone who wanted to be a vice president of his multinational company within 10 years of his joining the firm. Something that no one else had ever achieved. And all of his career went from strength to strength. The VP title only came after 15. Not a day too soon for his personal welfare and career. In life, taking on new challenges and learning new skills are the two things that keep young ambitious people energized. But it is essential always to ensure they feel comfortable in their chairs. It's not good for them or the business if they have to deal with personal insecurity at a time when cool judgment is needed. The balance is tricky and it is the leader's responsibility to detect the limits of those around them and to have safety measures in place just in case. So here Harley we we, 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 we cover everything because if you're a very um, let, let's say a person who is very um, motivated and wants to go to the top very 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 quick and um, it can be like a dangerous thing because not only for yourself, but also for the whole organization. And it's, it's a certain rule I think you would like to underscribe here, if I understand. So what happens if you break it and what are the consequences? Well, I remember when I set up my first real business with employees uh, many years ago. And I told myself that I would not be 
the kind of boss that I had had to work for before. I mean, I was still only like 22 or something. I was quite young. So okay. Okay. I said, my company's going to be perfect. We're not going to have politics or anything in my yeah. company. And okay. I remember employee number three coming and employee number two complaining that employee number three already had something before they had something. And I had only then got three employees. So that was always there. The article, the section you've just written was really focused in an organization's, typically these big organizations with these very experienced young potentials. But what I'm trying to say there, and it's very relevant in your business, is actually there is nothing wrong with young potentials flying through and you've got a brilliant person. You're only going to have them, capture them for maybe a few months or a few years, who knows how long. And they're on a journey to, to stardom or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you have to embrace it. But all I'm saying, as a leader, you really need to be responsible for what's going to happen. If they burn out, if they do something wrong, have you, what was, did you do everything you could to support them? And to go with that, it's all about mentoring. So if you're going to have a young person who's going to go really fast or high potentials, You've got to make sure they've got very, very good, trustworthy, wise mentors, people that they can fall back on when things are not going right or when it's not going well. And that's a, a question you can ask them. You say, look, when you've had a tough day, when it's gone difficult, who do you talk to? And they might say, well, I go and talk to my sister or my brother or my mother or my girlfriend or my friend. And, and then you say, well, and, and, and does that help? Well, no, it doesn't. Then you need to find someone else and it doesn't need to be me but you need to find someone even if it's the competitor's place i don't care but you need to find someone when you're having a difficult day that can listen and and, and help you and if you'd like it to be me or you'd like it to be charlene or whoever in your in your salon that's okay, but you need to make sure that you're, they're mentored. Then also the people around you and them who would be jealous and may be jealous can understand that this there is a mentoring process. It's not just something in isolation. It can help. Because in a, in a team dynamic, you always have like different kind of um, potentials. I don't call it like skills because you can learn them, you can train them, but, but like natural potential natural mm -hmm. talent mm -hmm. and some people are born to go much much further than the rest and sometimes they come later in the team and like you say they don't stay very long and then they go out but Esmail, again. you know that's what we talked about wasn't yeah. it in the first episode when yeah. we talked about the nurse who had 19 years of, ex of of doing the same and one year of experience yes i think that's that comes back a little bit here you know yeah and I, I think that the, the important thing in, in your business is, are two things. One, if someone is not developing as much as you thought, is it just that they have a good personality and they speak nicely and they, they, and they really are very fun people to be with? And, but they're lacking in confidence to take criticism, for example, and they're not going further. Or is it that actually they just want to do the same thing over and over again? And then are you as a leader letting them know, say, listen, it's okay for me. I need someone who just 
cleans the floor and washes the things down and that's absolutely perfect and we will employ you for as long as you know the world goes round and we're here because we don't all need to be ambitious and i and sadly i don't think it's that the word born i want to pick up on the word born i i've seen people who i thought had no interest I'll tell you a little story because i think it will illustrate it when i was younger and i was working for a company i had a pa in those days you know we didn't have computers everything was typed out you know yes, this, yeah. this lady mm -hmm. young very young lady used to type out all my letters and stuff and when i wasn't there she used to have this plastic bubble wrap you know it had just been invented and she used to pop all the bubbles yeah okay. sitting at her desk yeah. just doing nothing yeah. else painting her nails yeah. occasionally phoning her friend or your mum and I, as a younger person, thought, oh, she's never going anywhere. I mean, that, that's just what she does, and she does her job. When I left that company, my boss's boss said to another person in the company, well, what are we going to do with Susan? Because, you know, she really, now Harley's gone, she doesn't do anything, and she just sits there bu boasting bubbles. Yeah. And this guy, George, said to me, said to her, said to him, well, give her to me. Let her come to my, my department. And George was a brilliant, if you read my first book, Making a Difference, the the whole book is dedicated to him. He took her into her department and he said to her, listen, if you're coming to work for me in this, amongst the sales team uh, in the office, you're going to have to change your name because I've already got a Susan. So you're going to have to give yourself a nice new name. I can't have two Susans, it's too confusing. So, right. she, so he said, so she went home, thought about it over the weekend. She said, okay, I want to do it. And uh, she gave herself a new name. And cut a long story short, about two years later, I met the boss's boss at one of these uh, uh, trade fairs. And we were chatting in the bar about how, how it's going. He said, said uh, oh, God, you remember that girl, Susan, who used to work with me? And she used to bubble, bubble bubbles when we were laughing. He said, yeah, yeah, she's now my sales manager. And I went to meet her because he invited me over to the factory to, to where she was. She had 12 people reporting to her. She had them all organized. They just weren't organized and structured in that department at all. And she had them all organized and she had them all working and filling in their reports on time and getting all the information. And George did that with a lot of people. And when I went to his funeral, the he died at the age of about 55. The church was full and there were people standing up telling stories about how he touched their lives. And it, that's exactly, so I, that's always believed that there's a journey in everyone. Yep. But we've just got to bring it out. And us as leaders, we've got to make sure we, we have the, the right environment for them. And to understand that sometimes it is a journey and it's not going to be with you forever. It's just for a short period of time on their way. But the stories they tell about how life was when they were working with you will influence your business and it will make you retire at the end of your career proud or dissatisfied. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But you have to see it. You have to see it. And yeah. you, have to, you also need to be willing to do it, um, I think, also. It, that's also progress, Harley, isn't it? Because you, you think that that's a natural ability or is something... Um, trained or learned or, or developed well or, or yeah, it, yeah that's no. there's a whole yeah, combination yeah, yeah, there of yeah. course and a lot of the time people who are really wanting to go fast yeah. if you ask them really in the right 
environment when they're really yeah. open, you yes. know, at the Christmas party after a few beers or yes. something, they might admit somehow that it's actually because of their sister or their brother or their dad. They just want their dad to be proud of them. Girls, yeah. Yes, of course. And they are yes. just going up, yeah. trying to get that promotion like you read. Yeah. Because they want their dad to be proud of them. Yes. They want a hug. Yes. There's always And it's a, so sad that people yeah. spend 15 years of their lives just trying to get a hug from their father to yeah. be proud of them. Yeah. And and that's what motivates a lot of it and drives it. And this is where emotional intelligence comes in. It's building that environment, asking the right question in the right way and then what you do with the answer. Yeah. So when we continue to what you wrote, building your own reputation, it follows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We cannot expect everyone to love or even like us. Yeah. But if we have their respect, then surely that is enough for now. Mm -hmm. Okay. In fact, that says it's all, but we're going to continue. Yeah. Because it's getting much better. <laughs> so if tragedy was to strike and your family, friends, colleagues, customers and suppliers were all invited to write your obituary, how would they describe you? I wonder if it would match your expectations. And after such knowledge, if you were given a second chance, would you make an effort to ch change the way you engage with them? Out of many psychologists say that our character is formed by the age of seven, I know from experience that our behavior changes depending on our social context. So in the same way, with the right encouragement and coaching, we can, to a significant extent, adjust our behavior and in doing so begin to build new reputations for ourselves. He used to be so tough and demanding. Nowadays, it takes much more time and listens to what I have to say. This kind of comment can be heard the world over. But the opposite type of statement can also be true. I remember when I had some personal problems in my life, my colleagues began commenting to one another and how I had become much harder and unforgiving. I hadn't really noticed it myself, but no, it was true and therefore I am much more aware of dangers now. We are all responsible for building our own reputations. We cannot blame our behavior on others. It is therefore down to us to define who we are and how we expect to behave. It is true that sometimes our reputations can be demolished by acts of chance or jealousy, but mostly our reputations are built or destroyed by our own making over a period of time. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's absolutely, oh, I, I wrote that, it's a long time ago. I think it was 2010, if I remember correctly. So is, is building a reputation an, an accomplishment over time? With, with the highs and lows of a career mixed together. And which most important step do we need to follow to do it successfully? Because it's, it's, it, it, 
there is a, a lot around it you know it it's it's condensed in 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 a lot of topics yeah and, and it, it's if you take the word success is it is it success at any price you know i mean walking up the stairs you see somebody walking up the stairs in your office and they're not holding the handrail hmm. and they do it a hundred times and one day they fall over and you've never said to them why didn't you hold the handrail because i think behavior change if you're just doing things because you want someone to write something nice on your gravestone you could say that your motivation is a bit weird it's a bit obtuse on the other hand it's not bad i mean if someone says well holly you know he talks a lot or he's 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 very demanding and he wants things exactly and he's precise and good is never good enough for him he's he really sets high standards for himself and for other people working with him is a challenge okay can i live with that yeah i can probably live with that but if there's elements of my behavior that i wouldn't be happy to live with wouldn't be proud it's a bit like imagine it's published in a newspaper could you defend it to your family and friends without any problems or would you be embarrassed and not want to leave your house and i and i think sometimes my good friend patrick thomas uh, the, the, the ex ceo of um, buyer now chairman of johnson mathy he often used to say that you know um imagine what you've done or what you've said or what you think is in the newspaper how would you feel how would you defend that because we're talking about leadership now and we're talking about excellence in leadership and behavior can change and if you say well i can't change my my behavior it's who i am rubbish I bet when you're going out with your friends you act and behave differently than when you're with your professor or when you're with your boss or when you're with your parents or when you're with your auntie may your behavior changes all the time to fit in with whoever you are so as leaders we've got to decide what behavior are we going to use now the problem is most of us who start in business have not been to a school who teaches us how to behave in business that's called culture and you've got to decide whether the culture of your business is like in some restaurants where the the head chef just shouts and swears at people and whatever or whether it's a caring open listening discussing or whether it's a hybrid of the two i know restaurant owners who really behave disgracefully to their staff until 10 minutes past 1 when all the last people have gone and they all sit together and have a meal and laugh and joke and whatever and everybody's fine but that's your job as a leader to decide where that is but there there is a lot there is a lot involved because if you as a leader deploy uh, such a behavior you will surely um attract people who can live with it and deflect others will say yeah i can't take this one yeah, so it, yeah it depends it's, what's it's, behind it's, you know yeah. and it, and yeah you 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 can't please everyone but emotional intelligence is the ability to 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 inspire and lead and get the most out of everyone take a football manager they have all different characters on the pitch some they need to be shouted at some need to be discipline some they just need to be given some space i mean they they are great managers are able to yeah adapt their to behavior adapt. to the yeah. to the team and to the individuals within yeah. the team yeah 
Yeah. It is something is something we already naturally do. We only need to be more like uh, to see it more and to be more aware of it. When aware, we're aware when we're that's, doing that's it. the key word. Yeah. Bewusst in Flemish, you know, to yeah, be absolutely aware of yes. of being in control. It's like a racing car. Yes. You know, am I actually applying too much, too little, too too yeah. late, or whatever? Yeah. Is this behavior acceptable? And behavior patterns change for goodness sake. Of course. Oh, you evolve. You, yeah, you, you can't evolve. If you look at how how humor has changed since the 1960s and 70s and 80s and 90s yes. and today, today everything's yeah. changing. Behavior's changing yeah. at work. Yeah. You know, my boss used to say to me when I was leaving London in 19 in the 70s, 80s, early 80s, Harley, let's have one for the road. Offer me a drink. And I was about to drive a company car home to my wife and family. Staying after work in the pub to have an extra beer, one for the road. That's completely, even the thought of drinking and driving is completely acceptable. Yeah. So our behavior and things do change over time. When we see a benefit for ourselves and for society, we of will course. change our, our behavior. When a child knows yeah. that when daddy comes home, she has to act nicely and, 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 and be very cute and demure, or, or the boy does that or whatever, because they're going to get a sweetie, then they know how to change their behavior, how to adapt their behavior to get the reward they're looking for. Yeah. And and I think we we'll, we we'll, we'll live we we'll live in the midst of one of the the best examples because when you see what happened with the COVID nineteen in Belgium worldwide, over the whole world, and how people change, I still find it surrealistic when I'm every day on the salon floor and I see all the things we're doing now. We didn't do them like two months ago. Mm -hmm. And you see the people acting. You see also a lot of people mm -hmm. not caring and doing their own thing. You see different things. And then... But the ones who are worried about dying, they change their behavior. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> Because, yeah. But the ones who think they're going to live forever and it will never affect them, yeah. then maybe they won't. Yes. And they, yeah, they go. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, so when we see a benefit, we change yeah, our behavior. We change. And otherwise we... And the leader's yeah. job is not to focus on the behavior, but on the benefit. The benefit, yeah. You see? Yeah. That person got that because they did that and they worked like that. And you see, they're listening to their clients. Watch them. See, they're listening. You don't have to do it. You can do it however you like. But see that they have yeah. got all those yeah. clients and those people are all coming back in a full order. But because... If you ask their clients when they leave, they say, oh, he's such a funny guy. I love him. I always, I would never go anywhere else. And, and, and the haircutting isn't important. Or it's something, the haircutting is brilliant, you know. And they say, well, he's a strange guy, never says anything, but he, wow, he makes me look great. Yeah. So I would always go there. Yeah. You have boats, you have, you have everything. Yeah, exactly. You have everything. So, exactly. Yeah. So you've got to see the focus on the benefit, focus yes. on the why yeah. the behavior should the change. The why and the benefit. Yeah, it's the same thing yeah. in a similar way. It's a yeah. similar thing. The why and the benefit yeah. and the behavior will change. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant, but stupid. Next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if a fool is someone that only knows a little, then a wise man is only seen to be wise when he is able to share his knowledge with a fool. I try not to use the word stupid too often. Everyone does something stupid once in a while or makes a mistake that they later regret. But this is not the kind of stupidity I am referring to. 
My definition of a stupid person is someone that continues to repeat the same mistakes over and over again, not because they are unable to learn, but because they are simply too arrogant or too lazy. And yet, we're all prepared to act stupid when it suits us. For example, in my case, it's mastering Dutch grammar. I am prepared to continue making the same mistakes year in, year out. It seems that I have no desire to focus on perfecting it right now. In my wife's case, it's setting up any kind of new electronic machine. It simply does not interest her. And so she bows to my superior intellect, knowing that the complete reverse is true. The point here is that this kind of stupidity is not a problem because the stupid person is not disadvantaged. My wife gets the video system reprogrammed the way she wants it, without the hassle of learning it to do it herself. It's recognizable. And um, it's, it's something you see the whole time. So, and sometimes people are not really wanting to change. And I don't know if it's sometimes, it can be arrogance, it can be laziness. Uh, it, can, it can be not willing to step out of that comfort zone. Is that more of a personal problem from the individual? Or a miscommunication from a leadership situation? Hmm. So, and, 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 and if, if I can uh, add to it also, is the environment itself creating the situation where people in the team for example, repeat the same mistakes, or some people repeat the same mistakes, or don't want to learn. Yeah, of course. That's this is um, yeah a, a big and challenging topic. There, I mean, in this example you read about my wife, um, obviously she's an extremely intelligent, intellectual. I woman. know personally. I know. Right. Per yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. So funny. So funny. So so, so, so yeah. yeah. And so and her lack of interest in anything technical or electronic or whatever. If it's got a battery in it, she's not really interested in, in, in any how, how this thing works and if it needs to be programmed. And I'm not really interested in it either, but I'm slightly more interested in it than her. And I'm also, I get a kick out of doing something and to be useful. So okay. there's a benefit for it's me. Benefit. It's because benefit. Because she gets a again. smile and I get a kiss yes. and a hug. Yes. Yeah, right. And, and when, yeah. So the, the point there is that... Um, if we see the benefit in doing it ourselves, we will do it ourselves. But at school, you know, there were certain subjects I really didn't enjoy because of the teacher. And then when the teacher changed, you suddenly start enjoying them because actually it's the way it's brought apart. The important thing in leadership is to understand what are the roles within your organization and what behavior is acceptable and what is not acceptable. Because if someone keeps doing the same mistake the whole time, you have to ask yourself, and if there's a group of people doing the same mistake the whole time, why are they doing it the whole time wrong? Um, why are they not being inspired to follow the instructions on the product properly? And it's always aligning them because leadership is about, you know, taking people somewhere other than where they're headed. So if it's a problem that they're doing it wrong the whole time, then you've got to fix it. 
if it's not really an issue, it's just a slight irritation or something, you just have to get used to it because they're doing it differently from you. So the motivation is always based on the why. So when people are acting a bit silly in the sense that they're repetitively making mistakes or they're not checking their work when they hand it in or they're not doing this, whatever that is, then you really need to bring them back to the why. Okay? And you can explain what the impact of what they're doing is on other people. You know? So if you're if you're if your competitors, the people leave with a little bag, a goodie bag, and there's something in it and they feel good when they go home, you, you know, you have to repeat say, you know, I'll keep forgetting to put the thing in. Then you need to tell a story. And you say, look, imagine that you had gone to the salon and that you'd spent your hundred euros or whatever it is, your hard-earned money, and you gone in and you went out and there was sometimes you get something and sometimes you don't. How would you feel? And you see, by getting them into the emotional position, then they might remember to pop it back in again. And yep. if that doesn't work, you have to then find other tricks. That, you know, then you may even find some other collective way, measuring the numbers of bottles each time and coming back and giving a little compet inside competition if the bottles had gone. And that. I don't know, but you, yeah, you create yeah, yeah. some yep. other trick yeah. to do it. Now, I know a lot of people who are... Um, who are not interested in photography, for example. But when their first baby's born, it's amazing how good they become with a camera. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a Big strong, girl. powerful, yeah. emotional thing, and grandma and grandpa are waiting for pictures of the baby. And now they're inspired. Yeah, and now yes. they're inspired to they're do inspired. it, and they, yeah. and they want the picture to look good. Yeah. So I really think that that's what you've got to do, and the trick in good leadership is to find the thing that's going to motivate them to put the effort in. Because, for, for example, sometimes you see also people have uh, in a role. I will take, I will take, I will take um, an example uh, from from Iris, my wife. So um, she's an extremely very good colorist. Really, she's so creative and she's amazing with when she works with colors. But she doesn't, she doesn't like with computers. No. But sometimes we need because we got, we need, we need to open the the, the file yeah, and put absolutely. something in and yeah, change yeah. the formula, etc., etc. So. What happens, she can do whatever she want to do and she will do it perfectly. We know it. We trust her like 100%. But then when she's stuck with it, it's like, okay. And it's simple because it's only following some steps tak, 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 and doing it. And so I hope she will excuse me when she, she finds out I'm talking about it like now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But anyway, it, it's like, it's, it's the process. It's the process that needs to be, it, it's the chain, you know. You also n need to... to To be able to do that little, little... Yeah, but it's not the process. You see, in that position, yeah. what it is that's blocking her is the fact that the why is not clear. When she says, oh. when you say, look, okay, but you've got, by putting these five steps in the computer, Nancy in accounting doesn't have to check three different files and she doesn't got to walk downstairs and open up a folder. She hasn't got to do this, that and the other. And she can just do it quickly. And it saves her a lot of time and it saves us money. Okay. Then the other thing is, for whatever reason, she finds it difficult to remember the steps. Have you printed out the steps on some paper next to the machine with little steps, with the little screen grabs? Maybe no. you haven't. No, we haven't. So you I, are I didn't, yeah. making a repetitive mistake as well. Okay, correct. Yeah, so, yeah. So it's, it's, true. it's yeah, the yeah. two things. Yeah, What it's you've got to do yeah. is work out how do I adjust my behavior to get yeah. 
my member of staff to adjust their behavior in order to solve the problem. The problem yeah. is not putting it in the computer. The problem yeah. is we don't want Nancy to take 15 minutes to find the thing yes. or to pay more tax than we yeah. need to. Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah. Uh, if you just take the bottle of wine off the table on Friday night and say, right, there's no wine this week. You say, why is that? Oh, because the, we didn't enter those numbers and therefore we're going to pay more tax at the end of the year. Yeah. And therefore that's the tax for th this week. Yeah. Next week, they'll all be in the machine. Yeah. Because you're making an emotional link, physical link, yeah. And the why is clear. And then yeah. when the why is clear, take driving a car, an extremely complicated and, and a lot of different processes. But when we want to go and visit our boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, when we're 18, we go through the whole process of learning from people we don't even respect very much how to drive this machine safely because the benefit is so big. Yes, the benefit is so important. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's so now my list is going to and be, adjust when it is going to ride my yeah. list is going to be a big one i think now <laughs> and, yeah, adjust, thank you. and adjust that yeah and adjust that adjust the process according to the person and if one yeah. way of doing it doesn't work try another one another one yes you know and yeah. I, for me it's amazing with with computers I'm, I'm completely user i always forget the pattern yeah but if i have the screen grabs I remember them even and I probably never look at them, but I know yeah. they're there. So I'm not panicking. Yeah. And what they're mostly worried about is that she's going to do something wrong and she's going to get criticized. Look, it's so simple. It's only five steps. How can you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 And that's what your fear of failure is a yeah. really big problem. For yes. This. Yes. But but that's something that comes back again. The fear of failure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's come. Yeah. So, dear listeners, we came to an end for this incredible, enlightening episode with Harley Lovegrove. Stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you, Harley, for sharing these insights with us. Mm -hmm.